Okay, one word on Gidoin. One thing I mentioned last week was <coughs> that Vayikra uh, Loi Hashem Shalom is doing with Vayikra Loi Kela Lekei Yisrael. And the question was over there, it means, Chazasa, it means he named the Mizbech Hashem Shalom. Mm-hmm. But I was just saying it's the same ambiguity. But the Mice, I found that there's two Nuschois in the Tamim, in the Trap, on that Pasuk. There's Vayikoloi Hashem Shalom, and there's Vayikoloi Hashem Shalom. The Malvim had the second one, Vayikoloi Hashem Shalom. Hashem named him Shalom. So he says, yeah. So he says, then you see from that, that the Pshut is not like the Gemara says, but that Hashem is called Shalom, and he named him as Be'er Shalom. Rather, Hashem called him Shalom. So, Kapanin, both of those readings are in that Pasuk, and even Lamaise, there's two, there's two, some Tanakhs, I think, the Tanakhs that you have, have differently than, than mine. Right, I have Vikola Hashem, Shalom, Shalom, like the Malvin. Hashem called him Shalom. And your Tanakh says Vikola, he called it Hashem Shalom, like the Gemara. Okay, so both, both Shatamai. Okay, now tonight we're going to go through the Psukim. Pasuk Tezvav, Pekhavav, Pasuk Tezvav. Hashem will get up to Revi. Go through these Psukim. So in Pasuk Yedal, we learned that they were Mekane in Yitzchak because of his great wealth. In Pasuk Yedal, V'cholah be'eros asher chafru avde aviv b'mei avram aviv sitem on plishtim v'emalam ofer. So I'll read this Pasuk, like the Ramban does, that this was an explanation of Nimshach from the previous Pasuk. Due to the kinah, they stuffed up and filled the wells with dirt. All the wells that the Avdi Aviv dug be may Avraham Aviv. So the simple DAK, why does it say Ashekhafu Avde Aviv be may Avraham Aviv? Why does it say Avraham on the second Aviv? Why does it say Avraham on the second? Why does it say Ashekhafu Avde Avraham Aviv? And for that matter, why does it say Avraham at all? But the Pshad is Pashit. There's a bris between the Avimelech. And Avram, which Briss related to Avram's Hanhaga with Avimelech, as we discussed, Avram had his unique method of, of relating to Avimelech, and there was a Briss based on that. That Briss also was specifically tied to a Be'er, because Be'er Sheva is where that Briss was made. So their opposition to the Be'er has to be understood, it's supposed to be understood as an opposition or as a discontinuing of the bris, which bris was established with Avram. So what they're saying is like this. The, uh, the Plishtim here are saying that the Be'eris are only Shaykh to Avram, not to Yitzhak, meaning we are discontinuing the bris with you, Yitzhak. Why? <coughs> what is their taina? They claim, Bimei Avraham Aviv. They claim that it's not Shaykh to your father as your father, who you <coughs> automatically be Yerush. It's shaykh, they were Shaykh to your father as Avraham. You are not Avram, hence, you no longer, 
we no longer honor the bris as it relates to you. Okay, so the stress of it being Avram is that they're saying, is that the Plishtim approached him and said it's not a family matter, it was something unique to him. If we're just a Bimei Aviv, we know who that is. We know that Aviv is Avram. We know that Aviv is Avram. But the Pasik is saying that the Plishtim dealt with it as if it was the individual Avraham and not Aviv Shalitzak Avraham. So therefore it's Bimei Avraham Aviv, because they said after the days of Avraham, they, don't, they no longer honor the bris. And did Abimel tell, tell him to do it? Excellent. So, and I was going to say this later, but you look at, just, we'll go through the Pesukim inside, but in Pazik Tezayin, it's, and then Yud Zayin, it's Mashman that Abimel, had Abimel not told Yitzhak to leave, he would have stayed. Which is very strange, because it seems like they're making life uncomfortable for him, and he doesn't have his... So well, how would they have right to break the bridge? Okay, good. Right, how would they have right to do it? But, but I just, the way I looked at it was like this, that Abimel... You know what? Let's let's wait. Let's okay. wait for that. Okay. All right. They're they're not breaking the bris politically, but they're saying we don't like that system. Okay. They were rioting, shall we say, but against that bris, right? That's they're rioting against. Against that bris. Okay. So now let's talk a little bit about the be'eris, and then we'll go through the pesukim inside. There are two <coughs> be'eris here. I'm going like the Ramban. There's the be'eris in Gerar. Those are pasuk tezvav. And then there are Be'eris, also Avram's Be'eris, in Pasuk Yud Ches. In Pasuk Tezvav, it says that they sealed them up and filled them with dirt. Pasuk Yud Ches just says that they sealed them up. Okay? So what's the difference? Um, additionally, we'll find that there are Be'eris that they dig, like Be'eris Ashechofru Bimei Avram Aviv, and in Pasuk Yud Ches, Vayachbaris Be'eris Hamayim, he dug up the wells. And then there are bears that are discovered, like Vayim Tzusham, Be'er Ma'im Chaim. And we'll explain what the difference is. So the Pshad is like we explained. The question over here is, there's Avram's bris, which is connected to his wells. And the issue at hand in this parasha from here on, and really it started even before, is Avram, is Yitzhak's ability <coughs> or his position to continue in that relationship and that verse with the Plishtim. They say not, and ultimately he will demonstrate that it must continue. <coughs> okay, so now, side point, and this I think we mentioned this last week, the, um, the bris between Avram and Avimelech, the imperfection in the bris, the imperfection in the reciprocity, the, the bris was based on I did chesed to you, you did chesed to me, you do chesed to me, and that would have been a perfect union, but Avram didn't do a complete chesed, he didn't give him back the avodim. As we've discussed, because the point is that the avodim of Avram are different than the avodim of Avimelech. So the, the nekuda about the bris, which has some, some imperfection, is that Avram's people are different than Yitzhak's, Avimelech's people. Or in other words, had Avimelech's people become like Avram's people, then there would have been a perfect uh, partnership, perfect relationship, perfect bris. Here also, Yitzhak doesn't share as Avodim, he has Avuda Rabbah. He has Avuda Rabbah. And therefore, the Plishtim Amakane, they don't accept that his Avodim are different than them. Them, the Avdi Avimelech. And therefore, they oppose the Be'eris of the Avde of it, that his father's Avodim had. Okay, it's all about, it's about the Avodim. <coughs> now, the Mekanet, 
Okay, that's a small side point. Now back to the thing about sitmum. They sealed it up and they filled it with dirt. So what's the difference between sealing up a well and sealing it up with filling with dirt? So there's two, two things. One is that if you seal it with dirt, you can't find it. So it looks like a, it looks like a regular, uh, the whole, you know, the other surface of the terrain. So therefore they sealed up, the, the, ones, the, the wells in, in Gerar, they sealed up and they filled those with dirt. And again, the opposition that they have to these wells is the opposition to Avram and his Midah, or his Anhaga, and, what it, and, his, and, what it, and the fact that it challenges them. They don't want Avram around, and this doesn't mean anything esoteric, it means very practical. They don't want Avram, they're not willing to have Avram dictate to them how to be, and to give them Musr. And Avimach doesn't accept that, but Avram has a standard which is demanding on them, and they don't want that, so they're opposed to that. Right. But they don't care that he's there because, they, because he's giving them Musa, but when they don't mm -hmm. listen, they just leave him alone. Right. Or there's, okay. there's something else about right. Yitzhak, or, there, or right. they didn't, didn't want... But right, so what I was saying was, but I, I agree that there's something incomplete about this, but, what I was, but it, was, it wasn't inconsistent. What I was saying was that, that um, the, the same problem they had with Avram's bris is continuing, and therefore there's an opposition to it. The fact is that by Avram's time there was a bris, no, so they couldn't get out of it. Now they say, well, Mechtesa, you Yitzhak, are someone that we have to continue it to. They're saying, you Yitzhak, they're going to wait till he demonstrates that Hashem is with him, and then they're going to say, oh, we actually do need to continue the bris with him. Saying that it's an opportunity for them to so break the bris. Rabbi Melech made the bris, they didn't like it. But he made well, it, so they He made it because Rabbi right. knew ki Hashem imach. I mean, ki lekim imcha b'chalashat ha'isa. He made it for a reason. Right. Until they see that reason happening to Yitzhak, they could say, well, Avram, we were forced to do it because of lekim imcha. <coughs> Let's break it. It's an opportunity to break it. But... I think there's an incomplete in this what I'm saying, but it's not. But it's not inconsistent. But I think there is something is something relevant here also because Avimelech makes the bris. That doesn't mean that people want it. Okay, well, let's we'll get to that also. It has to do with what Mary was asking also, like we the pe what the people's roles over here, which we discussed about Melech, the relationship to Avimelech and Avadim. We'll get to that also. These okay. okay, so now they're opposed to the bris of Avram, and they don't want Yitzchak to continue it. Okay, so that's pasuk tesvav. So they see they not only cover the wells. We're not only black up the wells, black up the wells, Yitzhak can reopen them like he does in Pasuk Yitzhak. He could reopen them and rename them. So they're going to seal them up. You seal them up, A, you can't find them. Okay, and that's, we'll see in Pasuk Yitzhak, this Matsan Umayim, something's, Vayim Tzusham, there are some undiscovered things. Okay, and there's a contrast between the wells that you dig and the wells that you have to discover. So they want to seal them up, you can't discover them. And they also, I think this, the second thing might be the more basic thing, they want to make it that he can't name them Kashem Vesasher Karlehem Aviv. Because Pan Chadash is Bolikan. If they seal up the well, Vayamalam offer. So if you dig a well, it's your well. It's Yitzhak's well. The only way he could say it's a Hemshech Avram's well is like the wells of Pasuk Yud Ches, where Nachal Gwar, which is Vayistamum, Vayisatamum, doesn't say Vayamalam offer. They sealed them. So Yitzhak could redig them. <coughs> that means they didn't make him back, you know, command Lesser. And therefore, he could redig them and say, "This is the original well." What? Not redig. Right. It's like. Yeah. It's like he's he's, he's re-renovating them or something. Right. He's just he's re he's putting them back to the, to their original state. Restoring them. Restoring them. Right. That's right. He's restoring them. Once they fill them up with afar, he can't name them with the names of his father. I mean, he could do that, but it won't be a hemshich, and therefore they're they're um, abrogating the bris 
by sealing those wells. It says collaborators. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think in Mashman including Including the later ones. Including the ones of Nachagra. Yeah. Right, okay. Although in Pasuk Yuchet says Shachafu Be'av, it doesn't say who dug it, but okay, I hear it's a good cash, very good cash. Okay, I'm suggesting that the ones in Gurar, they sealed up by Yamalamaf, or the ones in Nachal Gurar, they covered them by Satman Plishna Achimai Zavram, meaning after his death it lapsed. The connection to Avram about his Be'eris and his connection to the Be'eris lapsed. There wasn't any intent to make it to make it impossible for Avram's uh, dynasty to continue. And that's because it was a Nachal Gura, it was outside the city, so it wasn't in their face. They didn't have the same opposition like they had to the Gura wells. And therefore, Yitzhak had the opportunity, the ability over there, to restore them and therefore at least continue Avram's Mida and Haga and dynasty outside Gura. I'm just curious. Yes. This takes place after the death of Avram? Yes. We're talking about many, many years later. So Yitzhak's children are here with him? I mean, well, Yitzhak, I mean, oh, according to that, it comes that they were born already, right, right. If you say, oh, that's good, it's a good riot, right. Achim must have wrong, so they must have been born already, right. So that's the question, how can they say, Achesihi, where were the kids? So they said they were growing up already, they were, they, they were already <laughs> out of the house. They were 15 when they were in the room. Right, 15. Right, Taka, so this is Achim must have I didn't realize that. Well, yeah, no, we thought about it, we discussed this. I mean, we didn't have Agav, that, that, that this after, after they had kids already, yeah. Which is different than the story of Yavram, where it was in the middle, yeah. I don't know, but if, if your if you're Diyuk on the hundred, on uh, is right, mm-hmm. then Yitzchak was 80, they were, all, they were 20. Oh, Meish. What? Oh, they had 100 years. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, good. And they was 80 years old, That's they were good. 20, That's they, very were, good. they were adults. Very, very nice, very They're good. They're already out Very nice. So Yaakov is somewhere in, with Laban already. Oh, well, oh, oh, one second. <laughs> when, when did that happen? When did he get the brachas? Oh, that's the Cheshbon and the Gemara Megillah. Mm-hmm. How old he was then? If you figure that out. No, Yaakov wasn't that old. Yaakov, wasn't, Yaakov was 70 when he went to Laban. No, he, was, he had a lot of time. No, he was still around. 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 He was yeah. No, I used to know something. Yaga was in Yeshiva. It's a famine, man. So, okay. Yeah, Okay, another point I want to say about the, the wells in Nachavra <coughs> that they didn't fill up with offer. They, 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 when Yitzhak digs wells over there, the Royim say, Lonu Hamoyim. The Rayim claim that the, that the well is theirs. So possibly, possibly, the wells in Nachal grow, which the Rayim use, the reason why the Rayim are in Nachal grow is because Rayim are outside the city. So there's the people inside, which we'll discuss as we get into the second. There's people inside the city who oppose the wells that are inside the city. The, the wells outside the city, they didn't seal up because those are outside the city. The ones who relate to the wells outside the city are the Rayim, the Rayagra, who... who where the animals outside the city, they're the ones that are going to fight about those wells. But possibly the reason why those wells weren't sealed up 
Vayamalam offer is because Royim need water. Like we have in the next well's story of Yaakov. Vayetzi Yaakov Be'er and he has his seven Be'eris. As we discussed, he leaves Be'er and he has seven Be'er Basada, Be'er Basada. The Royim are coming for water. So maybe the Royim, here where the opposition to the well relates to the Royim, the Royim don't fill up with offer because the Royim have an interest in the Mayim. You can still use the lesson of Vayakru. What? In Te- Yud- we are, which one? Which which one? Which Vayachbar? Which Pasuk is that? Vayashah Vayachbar. So he restored the one, them. <laughs> the ones that, but those ones didn't have offer. They weren't filled with offer, but they were sealed up. So you can still use the Lashon. Yeah, they were sealed up, meaning like they put dirt just on top of Navayamalam or something like that. I don't know how you would seal up a well. I don't know, cement it, whatever. Yeah. Stone, cement or something. So you have to dig. Yeah, it's it's Chedesh, you call it digging, right? Right. I hear that. Not for your malam. They didn't fill it. They didn't I fill it. Maybe they just maybe they just blocked the water, but not fill it. Maybe that's what it is, right? Just on the bottom. I don't know exactly how you do it. Maybe they just put dirt on the bottom. And then, interestingly, the grower actually don't fight over wells. They fight over water. No, I, I, I'm not know. sure if that's correct. But okay, we'll talk about this. Soon. Okay, so let's. So okay, let's focus. There's a lot of a lot of points. I hope it comes together. I mean, just push up shot over here. Okay, one more thing. The whole bris of Avram relates, ultimately, is the seven sheep that he gives, which are an Ada, which demonstrate that he dug the well. So, similarly, the whole sugi of Yitzchak revolves around whether um, they could deny, or they could dispute, the ownership of the well. They're going to say, Lanu HaMoyim, it's our well. So, there's wells that he can name, like, the, give them the name of his father, and thereby, they can't deny that there is. I think it's about identifying, it's about, like, like the, the Yit Avram Bris is based on proof, proof that it's as well. So too the Yitzhak story is, is, revolves around can they dispute it, and therefore the wells that he can name and use the name that his father gave, which serves as, as a proof that the, the wells that belong to him, those are the wells that he can keep. Okay. Soon we'll get, to, we'll talk about Beersheva as we get to there. So Avimelech tells Yitzchak to leave. It's mashma that had Avimelech not told him to leave, he would have stayed. Even though Pasuk Tezvav seems to be saying that they, they, they were making it impossible to live, for him to live there. He doesn't have Beiris, and he leaves and he has to dig Beiris. So I think the pshat is that um, the Plishtim did something in Pasuk Tezvav. But they're not in charge. Avimelech is in charge. So Avimelech could have come and, and righted the situation. But he did not. So this is exactly like happened by Avram. And that was Avimelech's opportunity to say, okay, I, I'll fix that. But he said, So here also he doesn't take responsibility for the people. He says he follows what they do. So first the Plishtim act. And although they demonstrate the will of the people, and Avimelech comes after that and confirms it. Had Avimelech missed the opportunity, the significance of Pasuk Tezayin is Avimelech missed the opportunity to tell Yitzchak, I'm going to fix this, because I'm going to keep the bris. Avimelech here follows the people, says, if they don't keep the bris, I won't, I can't uh, honor the bris either. I just like it before with the, with the window. Right, exactly. That he's following the people, right. Correct. So he's missing the opportunity. No, so he seems to, to be a melech. Forgotten to some degree what what he learned from Avram. 
Why? What is that's my problem? There, he at least told told the people when he was trying to teach them something. Yeah, here also we had the. Respectively. Yeah. No, here, all, here, by Tzav Melech, by Tzav Melech, it's called Lamer. So why didn't you? What, what happened? He knows how to do this. What happened in between, right? Why couldn't he tell them that? Well, I guess this is why. Something like you know, I don't have power against you. That's probably what what that's addressing. Okay. So he camped in Nachagor, and then he settled there. So there are two stages there, and the point is, I think that he didn't go to Nachagor to live there. He's wandering, essentially, and, he's, and whatever works out, works out. And that's because, originally, Hashem appeared to him and told him, He lost that bracha now. Hashem wasn't with him. Hashem wasn't with him. Um, at this point, until Pasuk Be'ez Gimel Dalet, where he tells him, and he confirms the original brachas, but there was a stage where he wasn't with him, where he lost the brachas. So therefore, Avi Yitzchak is wandering. He doesn't know where to go, essentially, because he, originally Hashem is telling him where to go. Here, he can't be in, in Grar, because Avi doesn't let him. So he goes, he looks for a place to camp, and then he ends up being Yoshev there. But he's not going there, he's not going there purposefully. And he's waiting to get the, the Brach of Hashem back. He's waiting, something in between, there was some stage where he lost that. Okay, so we explained that the ones in Gwar, they were more opposed to than the ones outside of Gwar, because that's where they were. That's where they were. That's where the Plishtim were living, the Iker in Gwar. The ones, the only people that that are outside of Gwar, as we'll see in Pasichaf, are the Roya Gwar. So here they didn't dig a well, they didn't dig a be'er, like they were chayfer in the nachal, and they got lucky, or whatever, or skill, and they discovered a be'er ma'im chayim. Fine. Okay, so here's something new. Here Yitzhak is now digging his own wells. Till now it's about the, the wells of Avram. Now Yitzhak comes and says, I'm digging my own wells. So that means, in Pasuk Yudches, what happened was, those wells that his father established as what? As being his, which is what the story of Avram is about. Those wells that Avram succeeded in establishing his ownership on, Yitzhak was able to continue. But when Yitzhak attempted to do new wells, the old issue flared up again. The old dispute, the same as the dispute that Avram had, Flared up when it came when it came when it came time for Yitzhak to it, attempting to make his own wells. Now I'll try to explain a little more, and I hope this develops clearly. Let's talk for a second about Be'er Sheva. So we see there's two types of wells in this parasha. There's wells that are pre-existing wells that only have to be restored, and those are the ones that are Becheskas Yitzhak because he's going to name them what his father named them. Be'er Sheva ultimately is going to be named the same thing that Avram named it. Okay, so Michad Gisa, Be'er is like those wells that he's restoring. Re'idach Gisa, there are wells that he just, that he redigs, and there are wells that he discovers. Be'er Sheva, the last thing we know, in Pasuk Yudlamit they tell him we discovered it. We discovered it. Aleph. Be'ez, 
if, if the ones that have to be discovered are the ones that are filled with offer, and if the ones that are filled with offer are the ones that the plishtim are, are, are living there or have a connection to, then the ones in Be'er Sheva, I submit, were filled with offer. Like the ones in Gerar. Only the ones in Nachal Gerar were not filled with offer. The ones in Be'er Sheva were. And therefore, Matzonumoyim. They had to find it. There was a possibility that it couldn't be found. They had to discover it. So Be'er Sheva seems to be in between. Be'er Sheva is a well that Yitzhak is going to name the same name that his father gave him. But Beersheva is not a well that he just has to restore. He has to rediscover it. And consistent with the fact that he has to rediscover it is the fact that he gives it a name for a different reason than Avram did it. So on the one hand, it's he gives it the same name. What? And it's a different name. Right. It's a different name. Sheva and Shiva. Right. Right. So, okay. So the point is that Beersheva occupies this unique place conceptually in the parasha. They have the wells that Avram had. Okay, Yitzhak, as long as the Plishtim don't seal it up completely, everything's going to work. He just has to restore them. You have the wells that Yitzhak tries to do by himself, and that's this struggle of the of Pasuk Yotes to Pasuk Chofbeis, whether Yitzhak is going to be able to actually come and dig his own well, not continuing Avram's thing. And then you have Beersheva, which occupies this unique place, which is that on the one end, we know it is Avram's well, and Yitzhak does ultimately give it a name that's more or less the same name as Avram. But it's not quite the same name. He has to he has to come to giving that name from his own way, and have, it seems like he just got lucky that he was chavin to the name of Avram, and also that he discovered the the, the well of Avram. Okay, so, so it's right number two. Learning is a city, another city, another Pashti city. Mm. Why would As well, yeah, right, right, right. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I guess right, right. But I do agree to Shalom's point that, you know, like, I have to work it out. Can I just say that? Okay, so let's get to a little bit of the Havan over here, and I hope, again, I hope this gets clear. They, basically, the Plishtim are rejecting Yitzhak, whatever Yitzhak stands for, right? But Havram, they already accepted. The Maestro, they already accepted Havram. But they say like this, they say, fine, we accepted your father. We accepted your father. So anything that Yitzhak is going to do that's going to be a Hemshech of Avram. That have to do, they have to accept because they made a bris with his father. But Yitzchok Kshalatzmai, they're misnagitu, they're misnagitu, and therefore pasuk yotes chaf and chafalef. As long as Yitzchok comes to do things by himself, they 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 disregard. Like they tried to disregard Yitzchok till they till to Avram. I'm sorry, till Avram made the bris and the and the shiva crosses. They're going to be the edom. So again, the disregarding as well as the hepech of the bris. So by saying he, the well lodu hamayim, they're, they're rejecting Yitzhak as a bal bris. But Yitzhak, as much as he continues Avram, they have no choice but to accept him because they had a bris with Avram. What's the problem? Again, same question. If, if they hold that it's only with Avram personally and not with Yitzhak because he's not like Avram. Right. Then no, so, if, so the, part, the answer is, okay, you know the answer. If, if, as much as he's like Avram, they'll say, fine, you're going to come, come with your new things, isn't it? He came with a new thing here, right? He came with Mizadeh, Mechtesa. They're not asking Avram Yitzhak being an independent digger of wells. Now remember, digging of wells means he's making soil into the Makam HaParnas, Makam HaMikdash, etc. So they're not asking Yitzhak coming with his own, with his own sheet to here. If he follows Avram, fine, he follows Avram. Okay? That, that they, as much as he follows Avram, they can't stop him. You can only preserve, you can't, can't develop. Or you can't preserve by developing, whatever you say like that. Right, okay. So now Pasuk So it's the Rayim, because this is out of Gro. Avimelech told him, Leich me'imanu. Just leave us. Because the people that are opposed to you are the Plishtim who live in Gro. So leave Leich me'imanu. 
But apparently that didn't work because the Roye grow, those who were on the outskirts of grow and used the outside of the city, also were opposed to Yitzchak. They were quarreling with the Roye Yitzchak. We just mentioned earlier that the debate is, that the issue is about the Avadim and whether his people are better, whose people are better, or whether Yitzchak's people are better than the Roye Yitzchak. The Meshachachmas says that when I, this, at this, in this story, when Avimelech came to Yitzhak, he came with Achuzas Meire Ehu. So Meshachachmas points out the Meire Ehu and the Royim, that the, the, the rib was about the Royim. So I, I'm not sure exactly what he means. It sounds like he's saying that maybe Meire Ehu means Royim. Delegation representing. Yeah, well, he's representing the Royim, something like that. So because he wanted the Royim to make peace, okay? So then, but just conceptually, what I'm saying is like this: There's the people of the city, and that's that was one battle, one struggle, one one fight, and now it spread to the Royim. And because I'm Melech first, Lech Meimanu, as long as you're not in our face, we'll be fine. Turns out that actually the people who are peripheral to to the Plishti society also of Asnagit Avram and those are Royim. And when Melech comes to him, he brings another person, a peripheral character, a Meri Ehu, maybe to deal with this, with this issue of the rhyme. Okay. Lonu Hamayim. What does it mean, Lonu Hamayim? So I think it means, it's our well. Simple as that. And that's an Asek, like the Gemara calls it, so Asikim, an error. They claim that it's their well. Like the Be'edis Be'er Hamayim Avimelech. They took it for themselves. I don't know why the Mephoshim says People, the different Mephoshim say different reasons why they said, Lonu Hamayim, it's our water, we have rights to it, because it comes to the Nachal and this and that. I don't understand why, why we don't know the Pasuk Pshutoi. Um, that they're saying it's ours. They said it's ours. They claimed it's theirs. Which um, obviously the Sitna and the Asek corresponds to the Be'er and the Pasha of Avram. Before we get to a bris, there was first a tiny Gzela. The first was a Gzela. Similarly, uh, that's, that's obviously the role in the structure of the Pasha of the Asek, the Be'er Asek and Sitna. Till we get to the Goodwill, there's going to be this fight. And it's about ownership in Avram's story, so I would say Lonu Hamayim means they, they claimed it was theirs. They were more on, on the ownership of it. So he had to move away from there. So only after he moved away from Nachal Gro, he wasn't even close to Gro anymore. That's when So now the connection between Yitzhak and the Pelishtim is completely severed. Now he's completely acting independently. He named it Rechavis, saying, Now Hashem gave us space to multiply in the land. Okay, just a word on this. So what does it mean, Farinu Ba'aretz? Just touch. Hashem gives us space to Farinu Ba'aretz. That means is that till now, his, his multiplication forces him to move around because wherever he succeeds, there's opposition. And therefore, he can't settle. He can't be Pyra and be Ba'aretz. If he's Pyra, he has to move because people are Makanet. Now that we have Rach Vasidayim, we have a, a large enough space that I can be Pyra and still not be forced to uproot myself. That's what Parinu Ba'aretz means. Parinu, so that's while he's here away from Gurar. Vayal Mishon Be'ersheva, and now he's afraid. And Hashem has to tell him Al Tira because he's only, he, was, he was safe. He had a Rachavis. Uh, 
because he was in his independent space. But once he goes back to Beersheba, then there's what to be afraid of. He just said, Hobbit, I also had uh, all the wells that Avraham uh, dug. They didn't fight it. Narachavis, where? Narachavis. No, if I take Misham, this is his own wells. These are his own wells. These are not Avraham's wells. No, but I'm saying, so far he had Avraham's wells. Right. That one of, if, and then he had Rechavis. No, what? Between that. Between Avraham's wells and Rechavis, he had Asik and Sitna. But that, it fought. Those didn't work out. But, so but, therefore but he moved he away. Had, but he had the Beirut that he did not fight about. Correct. Avraham dug. Right. But he did not have any claim. And he had Rechavis. Right, but we know he was trying to dig. And it's, it's, apparently it's insufficient water. He Correct. He digging. Right. Right. I'm just saying that even though he said, "Oh, Atta, Hech Vashem, now everything's safe," so why in the next pasuk we find him being afraid? In pasuk Chav, Chav What's he afraid of? He just said, "Oh, now everything's gonna be fine." What? Yeah, that's a different question. Yeah. Right. That's a guess to say why he's moving. I'm not talking about that. I was saying why he's afraid. Yeah, I was saying why is he afraid? He just said, "Oh, everything's fine." The answer is, "Vayatik Misham." Everything was fine when he's away from them. So now when he goes back to them, that, that's all point again. What the man getting to? Why he went back, you know? It says, but for, for whatever reason, he didn't want to stay there. You're right. Right, I wasn't, yeah, that's another question. I mean, I wasn't, yeah. Wait a minute, he's a herdsman. He has to move. He moved okay. for, for, the, for the grass and for the water. <clears throat> it wasn't his Okay, let, let's just finish up. Show him, we can, we can talk about this after. Right, maybe. We have the Vayetra Mahalo in the next one. Okay, let's see that for a second. Okay, so now what's with Arinu Varets? Pashtas, you'd say, it means that he's able to multiply, which is interesting because where does that come up, that he should be able to have children, as of Gershom was pointing out before, it's, you know, we, have to, we have to accept the Chayra, that the children were already born. Yeah, I thought, I thought, great, we could put that Pashtas in the middle right here, maybe, of the birth of the twins, like, like, like Yitzchak was born in the middle of the Avimelech story. Maybe it goes right here. I tried that. I wasn't even going to mention that, but I think you have a great Raya that it already happened. I mean, yeah, it's Achimetz Avram, unless you do something funny with the Pesukim. Right, okay. So, so what's a Farinu Va'aret? So the Radak says a Farinu means Bemikne. It doesn't really mean... What? Yeah. Yeah. So we have, you know, we have um, uh, Raba, right? Bikne Bakar, Avudu Raba. We have Atzamtu Mimenu Ma'oid. So Paru, like Vayatsmu Ma'oid, Varavu, fine. So you could say Paru also on the Mikdash Radak. I don't know if there's any other place that says that, but it could also be that that he was actually that it was about Klal Yisrael. In other words, in as much as he has to make a bris with Avimelech to establish a nation, which was the plan, the Chatchila. So he if he wants to establish Klal Yisrael Ba'aretz. He want, he doesn't want Klal Yisrael to have to always be noted because in order for them to become a huge nation, they have to have a place. And Yaakov is not continuing with Beersheba, but, but it could have been Parinu Ba'aretz. Instead of Yaakov going to Charan and having 12 children, 11, 12, he would have, um, he would have stayed in Beersheba, and they would have been Para Ba'aretz indeed. That's who they would have been Para. Okay. So now let's, 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 let's put everything together and just mimisaki on what's going on over here. The main issue is Yitzhak has to reestablish Beersheba. Everything was filled with dirt, including Beersheba. And that's why the Pasuk says later, Matsonumayim, because he couldn't find it. So now the question is, how could, how is Yitzhak going to, re, to reinstate Beersheba? He'll have to find it himself. That's all in Pshat. And the idea is, there's this Midah of Avram, and Avram had his bris with them. They were made for it. They were made for that. They're saying we're not interested in continuing that. 
How is Yitzhak going to force them to continue? Yitzhak is going to demonstrate, Yitzhak is going to demonstrate that just like you were forced to make a bris with Avram, you're also forced to make a bris with me. Conceptually, what that means is, Yitzhak is going to show that he has something, he, what his, his individual, whatever he's about, is also bringing, is also forces them, is also something that they have to reckon with. And Hashem is with him like he was with Avram. Okay. In the Pshat and the Psukim, the fact that he's digging wells successfully, ultimately, his Hashem is with him in Rechavis, the fact that Yitzhak could dig his own well successfully demonstrates that Yitzhak's Midah, that Yitzhak, that Yitzhak's Midah is also blessed by Hashem. And therefore the Plishtim recognize that and come back to him and say, you know what, let's make a risk with you. Okay, so that means like this. That means on the one hand he has to reinstate uh, Avram's things. But they weren't honoring that. The only thing that will make them honor that is if they see that Hashem is with him. Which means he has to come with his own, whatever Yitzhak stands for, whatever he's bringing, they, he has to do that unilaterally. And thereby discover, as it were, Be'er Because even though it's all about Avram's, it's all about Avram's bris, being Mamshech Avram's bris, they would want to discontinue with Yitzhak. The only way that Yitzhak could demonstrate that they have to continue with him is by Yitzhak going and doing something on his own. Meaning, Yitzhak's Midah is showing his, its own place and Hashem being with him in that. So then that brings us back to Be'er Sheva. So that's why Be'er Sheva contains this, this, unique, this unique space. Because the purpose is to get back to, to be Mamshech Avram. In order to be Mamshech Avram, he had to go off on his own and show that Hashem was with him in that. And then they had to invite him back in. So in other words, like this. They thought, look, we're the Bali Brits of Avram. You are nothing, Yitzhak. You are nothing but for Hamshech Avram. So you need us. Because in as much as Avram made a bris with us, Avram needed us. Avram, we're, we're, we're part of Avram, because now he has a bris with us. We're part of his dynasty. And you're nothing but that. So if, if, you, could, if you could continue that, you can do that. In as much as you can't, you're nobody. Yitzhak had to prove that I am a somebody even not in continuing Avram. Meaning, Yitzhak has something at the place to need him. Because he has an independent something. And therefore they come back to him and say, you're right. You, it's not that you need us, but um, you are something by yourself. So, Adarabah, we're going to invite you back into what we have. Okay? And therefore, Be'er Sheva is talking about what the Plishtim have, but Yitzhak discovers it because he acts unilaterally and shows that he can dig his own wells. Once he can dig his own wells, then the Plishtim invite him back to Be'er Sheva, which was the well that they had together with Avram. Be'er Sheva, that two wells. 